You want to host or you, you want can, me to host? You can host. You want me to host? Yeah, I hosted last time. Okay. Welcome to Cinema 7. I'm your host for this episode, Mary Bakari. Um, today, uh, or tonight, John and I are going to be talking about The Mummy. Critically acclaimed The Mummy. Critically defamed, I don't know. Defamed? Critically destroyed? Yeah, they, uh, they did not like this movie. We just saw it. Literally. John and I just saw this this movie. The the it's a, I I don't know what it is. It's a, is is it? Would you say it's a reboot of the Brendan Fraser, or would you think it's more of a reboot of the old like '30s monster movie? I think it's a reboot of the franchise. I think that they're taking the franchise in a new direction. Which franchise? The Mummy franchise. The Brendan Fraser Mummy franchise. Any of them? Just the name, just, you know, just the, the name. association of the Mummy. Because they've done it, what, three times now? Yeah. So, I mean, clearly it works, I guess. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe we liked it. You, Pe- you have to stay tuned. People love the original. Like, the Brenda Fraser original. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, people love that movie. The Scorpion King one, is uh, Mummy Returns, isn't bad. I, I didn't think it was that bad. I liked the... Did you like the, the Scorpion King itself, the movie? I didn't mind it. it it's not great yeah i'll tell you i just tried to rewatch the first mummy 1999 brendan fraser yeah it's hard really it's hard to do <laughs> have you tried to do it recently yeah. it's rough don't they have the flying boat in that one or something i i don't think so or is I don't that the rem- second one? i didn't make it all the way through okay, okay. no the, that's the second one because the first one you meet the guy in the plane that flies that's right so let me just tell you you don't see any kind of mummy action until like an hour into the movie. Really? It is so hard to watch. Is that a good thing or bad thing? It's bad. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't remember all this build up to this. Yeah. And then nothing happens. I haven't seen it in a while. You should try to watch it. It's, I will. It's hard. And then the th- is the third one the one with uh, Jackie Chan? Or Jet Li. Yeah, the, uh, like the, and the, there's a the kid. The dragon temple. Yeah, the kid grows up though. Yeah. The kid's the second one. Yeah, and then, and the then kid he grows, like, up, grows up. And yeah, he, he's like an mm-hmm. adult already in the third one. Yeah, apparently. That's, that's the same thing. It's like I remember a train or something. Yeah, I don't know. Tomb, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor is what. It's yeah, 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 something like that. I know people. I know a couple people that did like it, and I know a couple people were like, "Ah, it's not the same." As I thought it was okay. I think that'd be more more watchable than the original. I'll just say that I didn't try to watch the second one. Yeah, the original was rough. You know they made like. Four of those Scorpion King movies. I I heard with like different WWE actors, right? I think Batista's in one. Randy Couture's in one. And then the second one's like The Rock stunt double or something. Yeah, I it's it's like one of those WWE franchises where they just keep throwing different people in. Yeah, actually, it might be like five of them. I don't know. I don't mind the first Scorpion King. I didn't think it was that bad. So first, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about some. Uh, recent news that uh i guess we just kind of looked at yeah just some you know things that dropped today yesterday yeah people are talking about watching a million times so uh the first thing we wanted to mention was that uh adam west passed away um it's unfortunate i believe he played he was batman everybody i think that's pretty much in pulp culture now that adam west was batman um I think it was like three seasons is that is his show lasted. Yeah, I think so. Because no, for th- some people, he is their Batman. Yeah, that's true. As funny as that is. He's also, they also made a movie, Batman the movie, back um, for, off of his Batman that he was in. I think it was just a TV movie, though. Yeah, yeah. Not like theaters or anything, yeah. And obviously we know him from Family Guy, mo- most recent memory. Playing himself, yeah. Playing himself as a as a... Uh, I, the mayor. The mayor, uh, basically just does whatever. He's kind of he's dumb. Adam West. Yeah, he's Adam West. Does whatever he wants. Yes. But um, you know, I I think it was cool that he had 
a sense of humor to do that the on family play like himself kind of or like a dumber version of himself or i didn't realize he was 88 i didn't know yeah that. i didn't know i did not know he was that old i think when we went to comic-con how much was his thing he was he wasn't too bad it was, it was, average. It was average yeah average price for his autograph yeah should have got it you know should have could have yeah. met the man I, I thought he was like 60 or something. I, I didn't know he was 88. That's, yeah. that's up there. That's up there in age. But RIP to, you know, Adam West. He was, I guess he's part of pop culture, you know. It's just, he's, I hope he's got those tights on, you know, wherever he is. Wherever he is. He's wearing, he's, he's dancing. He's the Caped Crusader. And he's fighting sharks. <laughs> just, Quick, Robin. But um, what was it? there was another thing you just looked at you wanted to bring up. Uh, well, we were going to talk about the Black Panther. Oh, stuff. that's right, the Black the Black Panther. We can trailer. talk about the, the let's talk about the poster first because we haven't discussed that on the podcast. We haven't because it was just yesterday. Yeah, that well, they released the poster and then hours later, immediately the trailer. Immediately the because they realized trailer. how bad the poster is. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah, it was bad. It was the I don't. It was. It looked like it was photoshopped, but it w- It looked d- like it was just done really quick. It honestly looked to me like they took the Game of Thrones Iron Throne, they blurred it, and cut and pasted Black Panther on top of it. Exactly. Like it. It did not look good. It. But you know, in comparison to what they released hours later, I guess because of the reaction to the poster, because I didn't see a lot of positive reactions to the poster. Yeah. But. The trailer was overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. People I, are uh, going nuts for that. I really, I mean, I thought the trailer was awesome. The trailer, I think it's really good. It's, it's a hype trailer. I do think it shows elements of the, uh, the cookie-cutter Marvel movie, and I'm hesitant to believe that it's not going to be all that. I saw people saying that they wanted uh, that song in the movie, or you know, they, they believe that the soundtrack is going to be Really good. Really good, almost having, like, I guess, regular music in the movie. To go like based, modern music? Yeah, based off the trailer instead of, like, you know, a score, but I don't think they're going to do that. I, I don't see it happening at all. I mean, that song, first of all, is explicit, and they don't make a clean version of that song unless they have the technology, they get the rights for the song and have the technology to make it clean. Um, You know, other than that, I, I feel like it's going to be a regular score. I think... Uh, they they won't do that. It's just modern music kind of has its own theme. You know, you need a movie to be about that. Yeah, about that genre, or you know, involving some aspect of that lifestyle that they're talking about. Marvel movies don't do that. They're never going to include it. Maybe when he's in the city, then when they show him on that car, maybe they'll they'll play something. Maybe maybe he'll listen to it, but it'll it'll be brief if at all. I think people's expectations music-wise are high because of, like, Deadpool recently, superhero-wise. Well, that's Deadpool, though. It's, that's different. Yeah, that, I mean, it is different, but you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. It's just, you know, Deadpool's, like, almost themed that way you can do it. Yeah. Black Panther's not. He's serious. Would you, would you, um, what was the biggest takeaway from the trailer for you? I just, I, I was talking about this earlier. I really want it to be political mm-hmm. because of, uh... Wakanda's, you know, political stance and the yeah. fact that it's not represented and everything. I don't see it doing that. I, th- I think it's going to be more about him becoming Black Panther, yeah. you know, embracing it and where he came from. And I don't really, I don't really want to see that. I, I think you can do both. I, you can do both, but hopefully there's an element of it in there that's not just brief. You know what I mean? That it's kind of relevant throughout because that would make it more like uh other cinema seven member chris hawk um in our group chat he was saying how it seems grown up and i i think from the trailer and the elements you see in it it does feel grown up but john could be right it could be just cookie cutter marvel where i think the beginning of the movie we're gonna get something really different we're gonna get something really different that we we haven't seen from marvel since maybe you know Iron Man 1, where it's like, you know, not all about the superhero. It's more about the man behind it. Yeah. And then I think we're going to go into the main conflict where Black Panther and his uh, 
woman companion start, you know, fighting, and it's going to be all Marvel from there. Like, it's going to be your generic movie. They're chasing the bad guy down. They're trying to stop him. Bad guy's, you know, doing what he does. And then it has some overarching plot point with, you know, the whole the whole series. You know what's weird is you haven't seen this villain since... Uh, Age of Ultron, Age right? of Ultron, yeah. So, I, I, you... And really, we haven't seen Thanos since Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, that's where he belongs. In yeah. the galaxy, okay? I, I, I don't know. I see the, uh, I see it going back to, honestly, like, something with Tony Stark again. He seems to tie them all together, and I just feel like if you get involved with the political aspect, you're going to also talk business with Wakanda, you know, and trades and everything. And I just, I, for some reason, I could see, you know, Tony Stark popping up. Because it's not going to be Captain America, it's not going to be Thor, you know, it's, none of them have anything to do with that side of that life I that was Black Panther's a part of. I was thinking about it today, and I was thinking, what if it, it seems like this might be before uh, Civil War, in a sense, but I don't know, because they don't bring up the dude from Age of Ultron in Civil War, really. I don't know. I, I, I have a sense it's going to be. Because if you go forward, I don't know how I, I don't know how they're going to do it if if it's after Civil War. Because isn't Captain America there? And they they uh, froze Bucky. Yeah. Well, is isn't what was the other guy was Black Panther before that, right? Uh, I think that you don't know because the king. You don't you don't know. Do they not like establish a timeline? Because I thought he gets killed and then he gets it. He gets killed, but then he sh- he shows up kind of as Black Panther, don't doesn't he? I I thought the other guy was shows up as Black Panther. He dies, and then the current no, guy because gets the it. king just dies. They never show anybody come up in Civil War. I don't think they show anybody before. Um, Chad, um, I forget his last name, but the the actor, the the character, I don't. I don't believe they show anybody else in the Black Panther suit before him. No, but he has the ring. Yeah, it gives him the ring. Yeah, well, that's that's what makes the Black Panther. Because it's the king of Wakanda's, you know, yeah. inherits it. You see how old that guy was, though? You think that guy was Black Panther? Easily. Because you have super, you know, supernatural abilities. That's, that's just what I'm saying. If It couldn't be before, because then it wouldn't make any sense. It'd have to be the other guy. You could flash back, I guess. Yeah. Which... You know, they'll do. Yeah. And, I mean, it could be good, but... I mean, I guess we'll see. Yeah, we, we definitely will. I just feel like it'll be heavily Marvel. I, I'm... I do think the trailer was good, though. The, the teaser poster that they released was kind of crap, but I thought the trailer was a really good trailer. I just hope it, it's, uh, it exceeds everyone's expectations. I mean, some people, you know, just like, Spider-Man Homecoming are probably already going to like it because they like the trailer in a way, but I'm positive on it. I th- I think it I think they'll take care of Black Panther. Uh the only other thing I see really is there's a rumor that Angelina Jolie may be um they might be looking at her to cast in the Dark Phoenix movie. Um, I don't know anything else on that other than that's kind of like a, a rumor. Why are they making a Dark Phoenix movie? Beats me. Beats me. Who comes up with these ideas? Like, who's like, that character? Get in a movie. I, I, I don't... I think they're running out of ideas. Like, how they keep the X-Men relevant because they, they don't want to hand it over, obviously. Alright, I, I, I'm going to propose an episode to you right now. Yeah. We need to do a pitch it episode where we take a list of every character Sony has and we pitch the best possible movie with all those characters. For Sony. For Yeah, for, for Sony and then for Fox, or Fox right? Yeah. yeah. And then we, we do it for each of them. Okay. We, we take one because there's got to be better characters out there. Instead of Venom and, and Dark, Dark Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, we, we, we could do this. Okay. We'll uh, 
we'll sit down and we'll or we'll we'll just print out a list. Yeah. You know, you do what you do with that you have characters. You can use any of them. You can cast anyone you yeah, want. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Tom Hardy Venom is gonna he's gonna bridge the Sony verse together. <laughs> you can combine them if you want. I sure. Am. I don't even care. I'm doing it. Welcome. Um, so I say we just get right into it and we just start talking about this movie, The let's, Mummy. Let's do it. Let's go. Just go general thoughts first. No spoilers. Okay, you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. You know, I read online that this movie was terrible. I read some. I I read an article. Well, I didn't read an article. I saw a headline of an article because I don't want to ruin. I never want to really ruin my theater experience. So I I don't. I I'll, I'll read like titles of articles or I'll read like you know, the description of a critic's review sometimes, but I won't read the whole blog or article or whatever it is. Yeah, I do the same thing. I'll look at, like, the grade. I'll read, like, the, the bullet points Yeah, that are, like, spoiler-free, and then I'll, you know, reserve it to my own judgment. I'll also look at the Rotten Tomatoes score, but... I try not to. I try not to. I'm, I'm a big hater of Rotten Tomatoes. But I... I've seen a lot of things say this was terrible. It had, I saw one that said it had some interesting elements to it or good moments, but they all said it was ultimately bad. And, you know, um, you pointed out to me that the Rotten Tomato score was a 14%. 14% as of uh, this morning before we saw it. And that's critics, 45% users. <laughs> yeah, that's That's, that's some crazy. rough stuff. So it's not doing that great. Uh, I guess viewers do not like this movie, but, but I, I liked this movie. I really liked this movie. I don't know what it was like. I mean, the weird thing was seeing the dark universe appear kind of, we were like, what? Dark universe. Dark universe. Um, I guess it's kind of a cool thing that they're, I, I think it's well known that they're doing it. That they're bringing back like all these monsters and stuff, and we'll get more into it when we get into spoilers and stuff. But I was just so—I don't know—I was surprised how much I liked it. I didn't think—I thought maybe I'd think it was okay, or maybe I was—maybe me and you were gonna just laugh about how bad it was. I did think that. I thought it was gonna be one of those laughably bad movies. Yeah, because you texted me, you're like, "How about seven? And I was like, "That's fine," and and then you were like. Uh, apparently it's terrible. And then <laughs> people hate this movie, but I really liked it. Like I, I, I mean the score I thought was a little low at some parts. Um, you know, obviously some parts were a little ridiculous, uh, but, or to me anyway, but I, I came out, re- I enjoyed it. I, I mean, I, besides being cold in the movie theater that we were in, I enjoyed front row, front row cold, uh, leaning back in our reclining seats. Having a having a regal pizza, <laughs> I thought it was. I thought I went all out. I got a regal pizza. Went all in on the movie going experience. That's right. And you know, even though it took him like ten minutes to get me my dang pizza, but man, I I enjoyed it, John. Uh, I'll I'll go ahead and say that I you know surprisingly liked it too. I had zero expectations. <laughs> For the movie in general, we weren't even going to do an episode originally. We were like, let's just bump it off the list. Yeah. But then I was like, well, why not? You know, why not do yeah, it? Yeah, why not? And then I saw the reviews and I was like, oh, God, what are we getting into? Yeah. What, what are we about to watch? <laughs> but you was surprisingly good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I dug it. I do think the, uh, the monster thing makes sense, considering what they're doing with the kaiju. And Godzilla and everything. Yeah, the monster verse. Yeah, it just makes sense to do this version of that too. Yeah. With you know bringing all those movies back. Now this is um the monster verse is going to be legendary, right? Yeah, that that yeah that. And this is universal. Universal, but that's what I'm saying. You know, establishing that because Godzilla's working. Yeah. So why not you know do it with the other movies because people will like that. Mm-hmm. They'll you know they'll latch on to it if they do okay. I don't think the mummy's the answer, but I think you know. A second movie could do really well. You know what? When you when you think about it and say, "Well, the Mummy's going to kick off the Dark Universe," it's kind of a weird concept to think about. It is. You you wouldn't think that the Mummy would do it. You'd think it'd be more of a classic. Yeah, like Dracula, Dracula, or the a werewolf, or you know, even like a Frankenstein remake that's yeah. serious, not like a over the top, you know, 
Frankenstein we had a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, I Frankenstein. But this kind of did it pr- pretty well, I think. I think this set it up pretty well. I think if you look at it especially that way, it does does really good. Yeah. It, uh, it establishes what it needs to establish, which we'll get into when we go to spoiler territory. Alright, so here we go. If you haven't seen The Mummy before, and you kind of are leaning on going to see it, maybe, if you haven't read online reviews or saw the Rotten Tomato score. If something hasn't deterred you at this point, and yeah. you want to see it, you, you shouldn't listen to this. Go, go watch it yourself. Yeah, I'll put in the, uh, at the uh, end of when our discussion ends here or in the description, but here we go, full spoilers, we're going to break down this movie. So, in the beginning of this movie, you see Tom Cruise, or it starts off with the whole exp- explanation of the uh, her becoming the mummy, basically. Yeah, in classic mummy fashion, it gives yeah. you the background. Exactly, it felt just like the Brendan Fraser movie. It, well, having just watched it, I can tell you it's exactly like it, except it it goes maybe 15 minutes shorter. That is a long explanation in the, the original Mummy. Really? It's like 15 minutes. And it's never really established that he's talking to you. Yeah. Because I tried to watch it with Jennifer, and she was confused as to if we were witnessing something current or something in Being... past. Because they don't date it. Yeah. They don't really tell you. This does a really good job of telling you what's going on, where it's happening, and you know, establishing that it's background. Yeah, because the first image you see is basically the opening sequence of them putting that red rock into Yeah, you the, even get a date. Yeah. You even get a date. It's like 1127 AD or 32 something. 32 AD, yeah, yeah, something like that. Something Crusade we, era. Yeah. The Second Crusade, They said, I believe they said. They did, yeah. So they put it in this tomb, and then I guess they're making uh, a new, expending the subway system or something in England. And uh, they find these tombs of these knights or the Templars or whatever they are. Crusaders. Crusaders. My bad. What am I, uh, National Treasure verse here. Um, so then you see Russell Crowe's team come in, and they're obviously they know of something. You don't yeah. know exactly yet. They're they're there to uh, you know dig it up. They've got a check. They're like, get out of here. And then he pretty much goes in and explains that whole, uh, what happened with the mummy and stuff. Or what, yeah, explains that Red Rock and its significance, I guess, to the story with the dagger. Yeah, we get uh, Aminette's backstory there by him, which is really good. It's, it's well done. Like you said, it's 15 minutes shorter, apparently, than the Brendan Fraser it's, one. It's very concise and to the point. There's not a lot of uh, messing around. But I, I, it definitely gave me that. Brendan Fraser mummy vibe though. No, oh, it definitely felt that way. So I, I was I was happy to see that. I was digging it right off the bat there though. Like I I thought it was I, I was digging I I like I leaned over to you and I was like, John, I am digging this right now. I think up until they uh they find her sarcophagus, it's yeah. really good. Like that that whole opening is really good. Yeah. I'm not saying it gets bad there. Yeah. But just up until it, that it, point it, I was like, This is good. Yeah. What are these people talking about? <laughs> exactly. Fourteen percent. And then, and then you kind of see maybe why people would, you know, think it was bad after that. I don't even see that. But then you meet uh, Tom Cruise's character, who his name is Nick. I don't know his. I don't think they ever say his last name. I don't think so. His name's Nick. His name's Nick. And then he's with Nick Miller. I just looked up the actor's name. His name is Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. Nick Miller. Nick Miller from New Girl. Yeah. Um, Great what's, guy. What's his movie? What's his name in this movie? Uh, Vale, like yeah, Vale, Corporal Vale, or something. He's obviously in the military or something. Yeah, they're both in the military. Oh, are they? Yeah, they both are. I didn't. Tom see... Cruise is a sergeant. They say it. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't see. I didn't understand. I didn't understand if he was or if he was working yeah, with they're the like, military. They're reconnaissance military, so they go out and scout things. But Tom Cruise uses it as a cover to go steal treasures and sell it on the black market to make extra money. Because he's always out by himself. Yeah. So why not do it? You know, he can't. So that's what they're doing is, you know, following this lead that he stole. Yeah. To try to get some treasure and, you know, sell it, make some money. Exactly. But then you kind of see, like, insurgents or ISIS or whatever just destroying artifacts or whatever it could be. Yeah, something. Who knows? Some bad guys or some kind of people who just want to destroy 
ancient stuff. So they don't want to go into the town there, but there's a whole sequence in the town there where they're running from that these insurgents and they're like rooftop scenes yeah, and and all that apparently I just watched it behind the scenes the other day. That was all shot legit. Like um they both did the stunts themselves for that. I, I don't know exactly how much percentage of the stunts are them, you know, but when I watched behind the things like Jake Johnson was saying, hey he was like, uh, you know, Tom's just used to this and I'm I just gotta follow him. Hoping I don't die. I think I think Tom Cruise is really good in that respect of doing like the majority of his own stunts. Yeah. And I think it, you know, it plays well in the scenes. You don't have to cut mm-hmm. as many times. It, it just makes it flow better. And mm-hmm. I think that's what makes these scenes like, even though when there's like CGI going on, yeah, it's still not bad because it's all in one take with CGI added in. Exactly. So it looks, it looks really well. I agree. Cause the, this movie had a lot of practical stunts in it. I feel like, yeah, mixed with a lot of CGI. Yeah, yeah. But you, it it blended in. It yeah. worked. It was nice. I um, uh, go ahead. I think the uh, the only thing that was like, I don't know, questionable is when they kind of surf down the building, you know. But even then, that could have been practical. But it, they kind of surf down, which is cool because you mean when the building collapses. Yeah, when it collapses. No, that was legit. Well, see, that's great. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It could be, you know. Yeah, I didn't know. But it looked good. Yeah, when, uh, when I watched that thing, they, they showed the whole thing go down, and they rolled down it, which I thought was, uh, I thought was pretty cool. Um, but anyway, it opens up, and you see the, the tomb, and um, or the big... The prison. The prison, yeah. And the not, uh, classic mummy face, almost, on the, uh, the sphinx there. Yeah. Because that's, you know, with the nose, the iconic nose. I uh, I really liked that prison, like the way it was set up. You know, mm-hmm. it was like they actually thought about like what would keep them in, yeah, and everything. And I don't know how legit that is. You know, I'm not like some historian, but I mean, it made sense to me. Did you like how that was there? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, just the way they even tell you, you know, they they took her far away because they didn't want her buried in the you know where she was from because she's you know a betrayer basically. Yeah. So I I made a lot of sense to me. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I like the the whole uh, canal system of mercury. Yeah, thought that was pretty clever. That was pretty neat. Like have it dripping from the the actual slag. Yeah, tights. But uh, did you think that ring that Tom Cruise stole? Do you think that was going to be the red stone? I did not know. I thought there was going to be a twist, and that was going to be the red stone. Like someone tried to go back to her with it. Oh no! And died yeah. there. No, I, I I put it together as soon as like. She was there, and then I was like, they showed the dagger, and I was like, well, that stone's over there. Where's the dagger at? Yeah. Which came out of nowhere. Yeah. That, that <laughs> later on. I was like, what? You just broke the thing, and I thought there was going to be some kind of, like, they find it, maybe, and then she gets it from them. Like, she was using him to find it. But uh, going back a little bit before that, they get the dagger, that, that plane scene, did you see how they filmed that? No. Because apparently that, that plane scene is like filmed like legit when they like like fly up into the air i don't know how they did it but uh there was something i was listening to they were talking about it where they like actually went like zero g you know for a little bit and they they had no gravity and they fly up and hit stuff wow and they were moving around and like that's all legit too which is pretty crazy tom cruise man that that do anything Look, you can say whatever you want about the guy based on the religion he believes in or whatever, you know, the uh, cult, whatever you, you think it is. Um, the guy will do anything to make a movie the best he can make it. Like, that guy, he just wants you to, like, I feel like he just just wants us to love him anyway. And I, I love Tom Cruise. I love Tom Cruise. Thank you, Tom Cruise, for your beautiful stunts. I don't think there's a movie, a single Tom Cruise movie I hate, other than Vanilla Sky. I've never seen that. I've only seen bits and pieces of it, and I can't get through it. I remember it was kind of popular when it first came out, but I there's really no Tom Cruise movie that I hate. I can't honestly say that any of the movies I've seen him in I disliked. 
Yeah. Some of them are okay, but I don't think I've ever disliked one of his movies. Yeah, where you're like, this is so bad. And I think I think that has a lot to do with the way he acts mm-hmm. and the fact that he does his own, you know, most of his own stunts. You know what's funny is, even though I always see Tom Cruise and not the character he's playing, yeah, you definitely do. I still see the character in Tom Cruise. I yeah, you see Tom Cruise become the character. Yeah. But he's still Tom Cruise. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like. Tom Cruise is in this setting. Yeah. It's, he doesn't need to be the character because he's with, Tom Cruise in just this setting. With, just his name is Nick. Yeah. <laughs> no, his name's not even Nick to me. It's Tom Cruise. It's Tom, it's Tom Cruise. But uh, I really liked the, uh, the mummy. We'll put it in quotes. I really liked the way she looked. Yeah. Once she uh, became full form with the, uh, the bandages and everything. Yeah. I thought it was really well done. Some of the makeup, do you, I, I thought some of the makeup was legit. Do you think it was practical a little bit? I think bit? so. I think it had to be. In some parts, mm-hmm. just because he can't CG everything, it'd be yeah, it'd be goofy. Yeah, I mean, the, the, obviously the other mummies were, uh, you know, most of the most of the time. I think there was you know a handful of times where they weren't. Yeah, zombies, whatever they were. Yeah, well, I mean, in the original one, he does that too. You know, he he sucks the life out of people to get his life force back. Yeah, which is you know, I'm glad they kept that in. It wasn't just like you know I'm a killer or something. It makes a lot of sense. The uh, the whole dead thing, they kind of set that up because she makes the deal with the god of the dead. Yeah. So I, I was believable to me. Zombies, I'm okay with that. Exactly. Dark universe. Necromancer, I don't care. Yeah. Sure. Dark, uh, dark universe. Hashtag dark universe. I like how you know, he's, you know he's cursed at that point where she gets the dagger, you know. Yeah. And she's trying to use him. Well, yeah, because he dies in a plane crash, but then he... But he's not dead. Yeah. I really like when he tries to drive away and he drives straight to her. Really? Yeah, I really enjoyed that just because you knew he was cursed and yeah. like he was kind of he he had to or she had some control over him, but you didn't know like the extent and you hadn't really seen that she could just basically control him without him knowing. Mhm. Cuz up until that point he hadn't done anything for her or it like directly interacted. But he's with always her. drawn to her. Yeah. Since he since he released her, kind of. Yeah, he was, but that was never confirmed. Which yeah. I really like the way they confirm that. It's not just like a oh, this is what you're doing. Did you like how the the other the blonde girl, um, I guess is technically his love interest, was kind of that key to where he that could break his his spell of her in a way. That's, that's probably the one thing I didn't like about the movie. Was her is that. The flashback to her calling him, you know, he, there's good inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I think there could have been a better way to do that. Because that just, I felt like it was coming the entire time. Mm-hmm. I just, I felt like that was the only way it was going to come back was because of her. And I would have rather seen something different. I like, I just completely out of like left field, you know, that yeah. we didn't expect. I really didn't. I kind of didn't like the fact that th- there was his love interest in a way because you don't really get, I, I mean, you get the sense that they know of each other, but you never I never really got the sense that they were um I don't know, connected or, you know, that they could make a good couple. I mean, you get that they've, you know, had relations before. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he saves her on the plane. That that's the extent of like their interactions that mean something, I think. Everything else is about what's going on. It's not really about the uh them. Yeah. Which I just uh, I didn't enjoy it. I mean, they don't really get together in the end, you know. But well, not that's, yet. That's a sequel. <laughs> the Mummy Returns, or again, the the Mummy Returns again. Dracula: The Untold Story. Well, that's too much spoilers right now. We didn't get there yet. So anyway, we I think we covered a good. I guess we can just talk about that part. I mean, no, let's uh, let, let's. Let's back up a second and talk about Russell Crowe. That's right. We got to talk about Russell Crowe. We got to talk about that whole scene. When, you, when we get introduced to him, after they escape, you know, the mummy, yeah, they he... capture her, actually, which that's, that's kind of neat. The grappling hooks yeah. to tie her down. It, with the, and the darts with mercury in it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that made sense. They kind of thought that out. It wasn't just like, oh, we roped her. But they knew. They knew about the mercury. They did. Well, they must have studied... they're a professional society. Yeah. They must have studied uh, Egyptian um, lore about Mercury. Unless she called him and told him about the Mercury. 
I don't think so. I think they knew. I think they knew from the get-go what they were doing. Yeah, because, yeah, hold on. Yeah, she wouldn't have been able to call them. Things kind of escalated. They they told her to go find it. They didn't tell her what she was dealing with, but they knew. Yeah. Because he, he even says that, you know, they've been looking for her for this specific reason. But uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah, technically, he or not technically, but he is uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Uh, so he kind of set up, he, he seems like he's going to be the thing that brings everybody together, I think. I honestly hope we get like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde prequel. Just to see That's him. That's what I'm saying. Him I was thinking that. that. Yeah. Because not only was he a good Dr. Jekyll, he was a pretty good Hyde when he became Mr. Hyde for a little bit. Like, I enjoyed that. Russell, yeah. I enjoyed that interaction. I, I really felt like he had changed. You know, it wasn't just him. Because they didn't visibly change that bad. And yeah. obviously it's because it's more controlled. He, he changed the personality. Yeah, it was the, more of a personality he, change with, uh, you know, increased yeah. strength. Which was kind of neat. Yeah, definitely. And then we had a lot of the Easter eggs in that, that scene when they meet him. That's true. We should probably talk about those Easter eggs. They kind of show the... They sh- it looks like they kind of show like a kraken, if that's what it is, like the giant octopus. Like a tentacle or something. I don't know what it's yeah. supposed to be, but... I thought it was an, a giant octopus or something, or squid, or whatever it is. It's like that picture. I is it know. a ghost or is it a squid? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Spe- I- speaking of ghosts, good old Jake Johnson, Nick Miller, was technically a zombie ghost haunting... Uh, Tom Cruise throughout the movie. In a very uh, relaxed way. Yeah. He was always, you know, I'm going to lead you to her. Yeah. You, you're going to get killed. That's, yeah. We're going to end the curse. That's what we're <laughs> going to do. I I liked it, you know. I, yeah, I, I cool. like him in, like, most things he does. I don't know that I've seen one thing he do, he's done so far that I haven't liked. But, and he's always the same person. Pretty much. But I'm okay with that. Did you see his Netflix movie? No, I didn't. Which one is it's like he uh, he ends up getting this money, but it's like drug money or something. But he uses it uh, at the casino or something. No, I seen bets that. it all. Is he the same character? I don't know. I never watched it. I only seen the trailer. But he seems like he might be the same character. I could see him being the same character. But back to the uh, the Easter eggs. Yeah, there's a uh, a creature from the Black Lagoon hand. Yeah, I've never seen that movie. I've never seen it either. Supposedly, people like it, right? They they like really enjoy it. Well, all those movies are technically like cult hits or like you know considered classics, and you know obviously they they um kind of created the whole monster um uh at, um community, I guess, because um there's like magazines for horror fest i think it's called and stuff and they're pretty much those are pretty much like the focus of all that and some of those were like i know some of them uh, the sequels of it became came in the 50s and you know that's like the pinups and stuff and so there's a whole community for that too so there's like a whole monster fan community that love those movies and yeah that's where things like the the adams family and yeah all that comes from is you know, people that were fans of that and then yeah built upon it and... exactly because uh, i know um some of the stuff that the monster people like too is like they like the aliens because of the xenomorph uh some of them like predator just because of the you know they they like the monsters they like the monsters and the creatures and stuff and it's usually singular too it's not like a a multiple threat yeah it's exactly. usually one thing against you know multiple people that they mm-hmm. can't stop it. I think Freddy uh Freddy Krueger and Jason and Michael Myers are part of the whole monster community too, I think. I would think so, yeah. Obviously separate. Yeah. You know, but we also saw a vampire skull in that scene. Yeah, it definitely looked uh more bestial in na- nature. It yeah. looked almost like it's going to be like a a four-legged thing almost. I don't know if that's like a minor vampire. Yeah. Or, you know, because it, it does have, like, a, a slanted head, like, a almost like a gorilla would, you know, like, it's kind of indented. So, I don't know if they're going to do, like... That could be the Wolfman. 
I'd like to see a Wolfman movie. You know the, where the skulls are lined up in that scene? Like, all the skulls are lined up, and it kind of shows a human, and then it shows, like, a face broken. Yeah. And it, I feel like that's the transformation. I feel like that's what he did. They, I, I Now, when you looked up the Easter eggs after we saw the movie, I, did anything say anything about that? I didn't see anything specifically. I was thinking that whole time was, like, because it showed a human, and it showed, like, a weird skull in the end. I was thinking he lined them up as a show, showcase of the transformation of the Wolfman. But I could be wrong. I would really like to see a Wolfman movie. Has, I don't. Has there even been like a werewolf remake recently? Uh, other than that other one, the uh, the Wolfman movie or whatever it was called with uh, uh, Del Toro. Um, what's his name? But uh, I can't I can't pronounce his name for the life. The Collector. He's in it. You know what I'm talking about from Guardians of the Galaxy. The Collector. With the white hair. Oh. He's, he's, um. When was that, though? What year was that? He's the Han Solo bum. What year was that? I think it was, like, 2010 or something like that. That'd be a while ago. 2010, 2009. I think we're overdue for a good werewolf movie. I saw a rumor that The Rock wants to play the Wolfman. But, I don't know. No. All right. Or he wants to be a werewolf or something. We I, sure make him a werewolf. Make, <laughs> make him himself in a movie, and yeah. somebody scratches him, and then he gets shot. He's Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, and he's, it's about he's the Rock. It's about the Rock becoming a werewolf. No, he's just a side character <laughs> who becomes a werewolf. Yeah, and then they shoot him instantly. <laughs> They're like chasing him. Guy gets scratched, turns because there's a a moon. They yeah. shoot him. He, that's his cameo. Yeah, if he wants to be a werewolf, let him be one. Yeah. I just don't want him to be the main focal point of the movie. Or you can make him a lichen in Underworld, Underworld 6. I guess the Underworld movies are werewolf movies. I didn't think about that. Are those part of that monster community, you think? I hope not. So anyway, you know, the movie ends up escalating to um, the climax where uh, Tom Cruise and the chick go to destroy the stone because the mummy uh, chick escapes and she goes to find the red stone because uh, she realizes, or she knows somehow, some kind of sixth she sense. Can, she can sense it. Yeah, yeah, she's evil. And that's because she's connected to Set, you know, the yeah. god of death. So it's his dagger. She can feel it. So they go, um, the chick, the blonde chick that Tom Cruise uh, secretly loves. Uh, Her name is Jenny. Jenny. Um, is, you know, she she has this theory that if you break the stone out of nowhere, uh, you know, it it'll break the curse. I don't think that's far-fetched. To, you know, come to that conclusion. It was just so random to me. It, it is kind of out of, out of nowhere that she brings it up. But I think I could come to that conclusion myself. Yeah. If you, you know, you break one piece, You're just like, it doesn't work. I, Cause, yeah. Because it is two pieces. You, can, you ain't going to break the dagger. <laughs> yeah. So break, break the little stone. If it was D&D, I probably would have thought of that anyway. I really like that Russell Crowe was like, they should have just done it and then killed him. Yeah. That that makes sense. That's what they were gonna do, that right? All, that also, yeah, they were just gonna, you know, stab him, then kill him, because that makes that makes more sense than what they're doing. Yeah, because Tom Cruise just doesn't want to die. He's selfish. Happens is what happens is the blonde chick drowns. You know, yada yada yada. Tom Cruise upset. Um, he fights the mummy, outsmarts her. Somehow he grabs the blade without her noticing. I thought he was just gonna grab the stone, but he gra- he gets the whole blade. Uh, he. They have a whole zo- like that zombie scene or the mum- all the mummies was kind of neat Ch- down chasing down the the course. crusaders and everything yeah yeah and um so anyway he stabs himself and basically I don't know how he he for some reason he keeps some of his humanity so he can he's like he can think as a human but he also becomes a monster in a way I think it's kind of like the the Doctor Jekyll Mister Hyde thing you know. He can control it to an extent. Yeah. And I think we'll see if if they continue to do this. Now, do you think that's because he stabbed himself, or do you think that's because he loves the blonde chick? I think it has to do with blonde chick entirely. I think if she would have stabbed him, it would have been the same exact thing. Yeah. Because at that point, all he needed to do was be stabbed. It didn't matter who did it. She just didn't think he'd do it himself. Because okay. when, when he does it himself, you know, she's happy about that. Yeah. She's ecstatic. The mummy. Yeah, the mummy. Yeah. I uh I really backing up real quick. Those uh those mummies swimming underwater. Yeah. I like that they were not crusaders and that the one that was a crusader sank. 
Yeah. Because if they were going to swim in that chainmail, like, it didn't make sense at all. Yeah, because it was too heavy. Yeah, it was like... Yeah, that was kind of cool. I didn't, yeah, I didn't the, even realize the, that. The one got kicked and sank. I realized the one sank was a crusader, but I didn't realize the ones that swam were... Yeah, they had no chainmail on. Yeah. I don't know why, but... It makes sense now. Yeah, like, it does. I mean, I think it up. rusted off after, you know, years underwater or whatever, but it does... It makes sense that they were just zombies at that point. Yeah. I think they did waste a scene, though, when that train went by. That train should have just plowed into a bunch of mummies. That would have been great. Yeah, that would have been awesome. That would have been kind of cool. Would have been a little ridiculous, but... Yeah, so Tom Cruise is like half something. He's half God. He's half God, apparently. He's Death a God. God. Death God. Half, half Death God. Half Death God Dracula. Half Tom Cruise Nick. And... <laughs> TCN. TCN. And... He kind of has, there's this cool scene. I thought that was one of the coolest scenes of the whole movie. Probably my favorite scene in the whole movie when he's in the, she wakes up, he, he brings her back. Um, and he, you kind of see for a moment that he has like long teeth. He's he screams to wake up and yeah. he has a uh, long teeth and he's, he's got like a monster face almost. And he's kind of in the dark in the, in the, in the shadows and he's kind of moving back and forth, not wanting her to see it, but you can see he's kind of not right he's kind of he knows something's wrong yeah, yeah he, he's in he might be you know half monster or whatever god whatever it is monster god monster god tom cruise nick and he um vanishes once the other people show up uh dr jekyll's people show up so then you know in the end they show um tom cruise in the desert looking at something and you hear beautiful nick miller's voice jake johnson and i thought it was going to be the ghost I thought it was going to be his ghost zombie. Like but he brought, it's he him brought as him back human. to life. He brought him back to life. He brought him back. He needs a friend, okay? He does. And who better understands him than someone who is already dead and cursed with him? Exactly. But do you want to upset Tom Cruise? Because he, he yelled at Tom Cruise a lot. Do you, want, do you want to upset Tom Cruise? To be fair, Tom Cruise shot him. That's true. Three times. But he was like a zombie. Well, just with a knife. <laughs> that was good. I really enjoyed when he stabbed that guy. I wanted to mention that that general guy, or whatever he was. Uh, I think it was Colonel Colonel Greenway. I know his name was Greenway. I don't know what rank he was. That guy could be a total live action uh, Sergeant Johnson from Halo. Well, who would be chief? Who would be chief? Yeah. I don't know. Just a generic guy in a suit. Just give him a voice. Just make a big tall guy. It's not gonna happen. I think they could do it. I do agree though. That guy total. He total was perfect. Sergeant. Yeah, perfect Sergeant Johnson. But uh I say we do our final summaries and grade. Cause we pretty much talked we pretty much talked about this whole movie. There's I mean, yeah, you, you We guys, liked you it. You guys listen we we like the movie. Yeah, we surprisingly liked it. and probably the only you know opinion out there that really is positive about the movie, let's <laughs> yeah. be honest. <laughs> Just two average guys who have a podcast who, uh, you know, ended up randomly really liking this movie that nobody likes. <laughs> Coming out of nowhere. I'll, I'll go first. My uh, final summary is, I thought it was really good. It's going to uh, establish a good uh, dark universe. D- dark universe. But when you saw that dark universe, did you like, did you think it was actually about the universe? Or it was just like a, a new logo thing they were trying? Like with these movies. At first, I thought it said Dark Universal. Yeah. And it was going to, but it said Dark Universe. It's almost like the Marvel intro is what that is. You know, it's like tying movies together. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be that. I thought it was just some new thing. Now it's kind of cool that you mentioned that. It could be the opening to all the Dark Universe movies. It's going to be, (laughs) which is is great. It's kind of neat. It's great. I dig it. I like all the the setup for potential movies. I think they're only going to get better. In terms of everybody else's opinion, because, you know, I liked it. So, I hope they don't go downhill in my opinion, while <laughs> yeah. other people's opinions go up. Maybe do a Dr. Jekyll prequel next. I don't even care. I don't, I don't care what they do. Doesn't matter to me. Uh, but, final grade, you know, I'm going to give this movie a 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10? 7 out of 10. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I'll tell you what. You're going to be surprised with my grade. Okay, go ahead. Um, so... Like I said, John came. He was. John I'm gonna add point five to my grade right now. It's seven point five out of ten. <laughs> I was. 
I was genuinely surprised how much I enjoy this movie. It, it, it's one of those movies where, you, like, I mean, at some parts in the beginning, I was like, wow, that's, they kind of got that kind of quick. Um, oh, that thing's there, I guess. But, you know, it, just sit back and just relax and enjoy. The, it's a movie, people. Like, some things do upset me. So, you know, you can use that same excuse to me later. I don't care because I'm going to argue about something that I thought was dumb anyway. But, you know, this to me was just, I can say that for this movie i guess because i liked it so you know i just it's a movie people just i just enjoy it and i i freaking enjoyed this movie like i think it's funny how much i like this movie but um i don't know what else to say tom Cru- i don't hate anything tom cruise has ever been in really uh i thought tom Cru- tom cruise doing his stunts you know like you said it, it's pretty awesome uh, Nick Miller was a little weird at some parts acting wise, but or he Jake was a Johnson. zombie ghost. Zombie ghost was kind of weird acting wise, in my opinion. Um, especially when the music lowered and he was kind of low. It, I don't know. It didn't really mesh well. Like um, that could be like a sound mixing issue. I don't know. But I, I came out of this wanting to see where they go with this dark universe. Hashtag dark universe. Hashtag dark universe. So I'm giving this movie an 8 out of 10. That's, I knew you were going there. <laughs> is that why you gave it a 0.5 extra? No, it just deserves it. That's why. <laughs> because it surprised you? Because it's surprisingly good. So John gives um, The Mummy, uh, starring Tom Cruise, a 7.5 out of 10. And I give The Mummy an 8 out of 10. You know, I, I've given a lot of movies 8 out of 10s this year. I think there's been a, a good amount of good movies this year. Yeah. Top 10s can be hard. I'll tell you what, it is pretty hard right now. It's going to be rough. Putting it together right now, because what I'm doing is I I put it together and then I start eliminating. I put it together as I go and move things down. I have a top top 15, Yeah, but the bottom five don't matter. (laughs) They're just there. They're dead to me. They're they're dead. All right, so um, I guess that's going to conclude this episode. Uh, We just wanted to sit down and talk about the mommy after seeing it, you know. Why not? We liked it. Yeah, definitely. So besides being the only positive piece of uh, review out there for The Mummy, um, we are Cinema 7. Uh, we, you can look us up on social media on, on Facebook at Cinema 7 Podcast. Uh, you can look us up on Twitter at Cinema 7, just the n- number 7, uh, underscore podcast. You can talk to us there. You can... Um, you know, you can interact with us or whatever. Just uh, give us some feedback on maybe on this episode. Uh, you can also go to our website at cinema7podcast.com. And uh, on the podcast episodes and the uh, contacts page, right, John, you can uh, follow our or subscribe to our um, newsletter. And, uh, John, if you want to mention that real quick, because it, it doesn't really, you know, it's it's kind of free. You don't really have to. It's just, you know, put your name, put your email, you get a newsletter. Yeah. There's not a whole lot going on right now. We don't have a lot of subscriptions. But if we did, we will make a newsletter every episode. Exactly. I'll throw some cool images in there. I'll throw random news, random have video done, links. Yeah. Links directly to the podcast if you want to give it a listen. We've done, we have done some. Um, but like John said, we don't have a lot. So there's not really, a, uh, you know, we're waiting to that point. We either do it when there's... Uh, for something special or you know we are just waiting till we get more subscribers to our newsletter but we also have a patron page you can look us up on patron.com speaking of uh, patreon pages uh, you know I'd like to thank uh, Mario's mom for this episode <laughs> as uh, she's the one and only uh, patreon we have now she's our very first thanks mom Shout out to my mom. Big props to my mom. Stephanie uh, Flash. Stephanie Adam Flash. Stephanie Adam Flash. Becker. Uh, thanks, Mom. But yeah, yep. check us out on there. You can uh, you know, pledge a dollar. We'll list your name every episode. Yeah, I don't it's... care if I have 30,000 names to list. I'll, I'll read them all, and I won't record it ahead of time. Is, what is it? It's a, uh, as less as a dollar. It's like a dollar a month. A dollar a month. Dollar a month. You can do a one-time donation of a dollar. I'll still do it. Yeah. You can give, you know, give us a dollar. Um. Also, uh, what is it? Five dollars. We're gonna send you a sticker. 
Yeah, there's there's different rewards. Yeah, there's, you can check it out. Go check out the tiers, guys. Patreon.com. Um, also, uh, we're on SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. Uh, we just got on Google Play, so look us up there. On iTunes, guys, if you if you listen to us there, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to uh, give us a rating and definitely write a review about us because uh, that will help us out a lot. If you really enjoyed uh, most of our episodes, uh, we just did. Uh, two parts on Wonder Woman. Uh, part one, or our take, Wonder Woman, it's just called. Uh, it's just John, Chris Hawk, and I. We talk about uh, Wonder Woman. We break down the movie. Uh, part two, um, my girlfriend Kenya and her friend come on to talk about, you know, like the female perspective, if they felt empower- empowered by the Wonder Woman film. Uh, you know, all the different um, things you can probably take from that movie on the, on the lady side of things, they discuss. And... Uh, it's their first time on, so you know they might be a little quiet at some parts, but I think there were some good dis- discussions there. Uh, me and Chris Hawk did an overdue episode. Um, we'll describe at the uh, end here when we end the podcast with the music. Uh, I'll have Chris Hawk. Uh, I'll add his voice in because he's not with us today, but he'll discuss some of our episodes. But overdue um, is something where we go back and and uh, we don't go back. We, something we haven't seen that we should have seen, we watch. And we did No Country for Old Men. And uh, we have a couple Pitcher Fix-It episodes out there, which we pitch a movie in the 212 that we have out. We pitch a Venom movie. Uh, that was before we knew Tom Hardy was Venom. And we pitch a um, Mace Windu movie because Samuel L. Jackson, was, he was really pushing to bring back Mace Windu. So go check out those episodes, and like I said, if you like us, make sure to rate and subscribe us on iTunes. Follow us on any of the other podcast sites, and uh, definitely check out our Patreon page and uh, help out a local podcast. Um, but we're Cinema 7, and uh, I'm going to send to my main man for the uh, send-off. <laughs> that is Chris Hawk. So uh, at Cinema 7, we want to thank you always for watching with us. We want to thank you for listening with us, and we want to thank you for exploring with us. So yeah, we do have we have our original podcast episode called Our Take where we would discuss a movie of the current calendar year that we're seeing in theaters. Right now, 2017, so most of the movies we'll be reviewing this year are from 2017 and then next year, 2018 and so on. These are the movies that will be on our top 10 at the end of the year. We we watch them, we break it down. And then we give our review, which is for John and Mario, that's one out of 10. And for me, that's my similarity Rubicon. In these episodes, we usually, it's mostly about trailers, news, and the movie itself. And then sometimes we give our weekly recommendation. That's our take. Pitch it or fix it is when we would take a film, video game franchise, maybe a TV franchise, anything in entertainment, and we pitch our own idea for this new movie, whether it be prequel, sequel, continuation, spin-off any one of those and then fix it is for maybe we didn't like a movie or it wasn't generally pleasing in some certain way so we fix it right now we only have a couple of the pitch it movie uh episodes at which when uh samuel jackson referenced that mace windu might be alive we went out and pitched a mace windu movie you can listen to that in our episodes on That we call Pitch It or Fix It. For gaming, we have our gaming episodes. That's everything from handhelds to consoles to PC. We have a lot of good opinions on those. A lot of, we talk usually current games, current trailers, and anything else. That's called our gaming episodes. FireEye Special is when me and Mario Bakari go at it on three different topics because usually me and Mario do not agree very often. So those. Those could be very entertaining. 
that's what we call our fire and ice special. Usually John would moderate those, so nothing gets out of hand. And then finally, we have our last two themes, and these are our newest themes. We have Take Two, where we would go back and we watch a movie that we think was bad or good when we first watched it, and we get a second take on it. This is for movies that maybe we haven't seen in a long time or movies that we didn't think were good at that current time. We have one currently up about The Dark Knight Rises and go ahead and listen to it. But I can tell you Mario's t second take wasn't as good as my second take. And um, our last and newest theme is called Overdue, where all three of us watch a movie that should have been seen sooner. These are movies that are sometimes pop culturally um, special or critically acclaimed. These are movies that we all haven't seen that we should have seen, and it's called Overdue. We have one up on No Country for Old Man in which me and Mario discuss the 2007 Academy Award winning movie that, uh, that took pretty much everyone by storm, and we have a lot of good opinions on that. And that is all the themes that has at the moment. Yeah, also, you can look us up on iTowns and SoundCloud. You can find us at Cinema 7 Podcast with that name on those platforms. Give us a healthy feedback reviewing us on iTunes so we can get our stars up. That'd be great. Thank you so much. Also, you can follow us on our very active Twitter at Cinema 7 underscore podcast. We, we like to take turns using it, but mostly it's all. Also, we're coming up with a patron page where you can donate as little as a dollar to $5 to $10 a month to help support your local podcast. Now, we have different we have different uh, goals set for each one, but if, if you donate a dollar, your name will be on every single podcast for the rest of our lives. Now, think about that. That's permanent stuff, guys. It's in the airwaves. It's out there. It's permanent. Your name will be on a podcast and no one could ever take it away from you. And then after that, you have maybe $5 will give out stickers. And then $10, $20 up, you guys get t-shirts. You can even come on the podcast. It sounds like we're buying or selling you or whatever that thing is when we're buying people. But, you know, we're just we're doing fun stuff for you guys. And we hope you like enjoying listening to us. Thank you very much. Podcast!